Welcome to Chip Chat Network Insights, conversations exploring network transformation through interviews with industry experts. Hello, I'm Renu Navale, and welcome to Chip Chat Network Insights. Today, I'm speaking with Mark Fisher, who is Vice President of Marketing and Business Development at Quilt. Welcome, Mark. Thank you. Good to be here. Before we dive in deep into the podcast interview, tell us a little bit about Quilt and your role in the company. Sure. Quilt is a software and cloud services company based in the San Francisco Bay Area in California. We sell to service providers, communication service providers, telco, cable, mobile around the world. And my role is marketing and business development. The value proposition we have is that we create within the last mile ISP networks a full CDN architecture for content delivery, which is increasingly the dominant workload at peak time for these service providers. So the need for what we do and the value proposition we offer is growing. And it's really one of the great edge computing stories of today. Absolutely. Can you tell us a little bit more about what is driving this growth and how you at Quilt, what are you doing to change the game around content delivery? One way I'd like to put this into perspective is if you think about the largest streaming audience recently, we could say for the Super Bowl, for example, here in the U.S., there were maybe 12 million concurrent streamers to that event, whereas there's over 100 million broadcast viewers. And then the largest audience broadcast events, open ceremonies for the Olympics in China, the World Championship, cricket, for example, these are audiences of a billion people. So the order of magnitude challenge is really two, to go from 10 to 100 to maybe a billion people who can stream an event that's live from any device, wherever they may be in the world. This is a fascinating challenge for us to try to tackle. And I think the task is to do two things at once, to change the problem into an edge computing problem, So instead of thinking about network transport delivering all these streams, these unicast streams to devices, do this with edge computing. And the second dimension is to do it as close to consumers as possible. So that's deep inside the last mile ISP networks. And those two elements will let us create this two orders of magnitude change in audience size, which is, I think, where we all want to go. Can you tell us a little bit more about the new Open Edge CDN and how are you using that to address the biggest barriers facing our service providers? So really what we're doing is saying, let's put the task of building infrastructure in the hands of the kind of people who do this on a scale that few others in the world really consider. And that's the local last mile internet service providers, cable, telco, or mobile. They'll use an architecture that makes the most sense They'll use edge computing as the approach, and they'll build capacity for the kind of mass audience that I described earlier. And now if each of these last mile networks is building this capacity, and then we have big streaming companies like, say, Amazon or Disney or CBS who might stream the Super Bowl like they did this year, why not simply have a control plane, a system where we match the request for content delivery from a user, say, in New York? who's sitting on the Verizon network with the content being requested, say, coming from Disney, and the control plane matches then, just like you know Uber does today, matching riders with drivers. Let's match the content with the local cash that can deliver it in that New York neighborhood. 
And in doing so, what we've done is created this essentially content delivery sharing. And that's actually the name we use to describe our solution, content delivery sharing, where the edge computing content delivery infrastructure is owned and operated by the local ISP, not some third-party CDN. And the control plane is in place to match the request for content with the local cache that can deliver it. So now you have this extraordinary infrastructure that can spring into action, that can rise quickly to a peak demand, and where their incentives are perfectly aligned for people to invest in to build this infrastructure because it's cheaper for an ISP to deliver streams locally from an edge cache nearby than to haul that same stream across the entire network of theirs. And this is especially true in mass live events where you have tens of millions of people streaming the same thing. So can you also elaborate a little bit about how some of the Intel platforms and technologies like our next generation Intel scalable processors also are Optane DC persistent memory? How are they being used to drive content delivery? Yeah, absolutely. And as I said, we're going to transform this task from a network transport problem to an edge computing problem. So now we take a careful look at the kind of edge compute resources that are needed. And this is where a lot of what Intel is doing today and some of the recent announcements that we've been part of come into play, because it's especially true in the case of live streaming. This really puts the compute tasks right on the shoulders of great memory. And so if you look at the Optane announcement, which we joined in with as a partner of Intel, here's a breakthrough, maybe once in a generation breakthrough in true memory technology that's coming into play at the very same time that we're really asking the compute problem inside of memory to intensify. So the ability to have memory that's got more endurance, that's got lower latency, that's got higher performance overall, when you're trying to deliver millions of the same streams. We've not yet deployed this, but this is the kind of technology solution for the very sort of problem that we're trying to solve on scale with our service provider customers. How are you seeing these service providers or even the cable operators transition from like bare metal to virtualized CDN? And do you see them transitioning to a model more like a multi-access edge computing model with various applications and services? How do you envision this transition happening? Yeah, I think that you've laid this out in exactly the right way, and it's the very transition we're seeing you know, in real time. But it's clear to us, and again, especially in mobile, as we think about 5G coming, that mobile edge compute, or multi-access edge compute now, is a critical element to enabling the full value of 5G and can be used even today in 4G networks where we're placing a microcomputing environment inside the radio network. And once 5G gets here, this will be widely deployed because part of the promise of 5G, low latency for consumers, it really assumes that there's a nearby edge compute environment that MEC enables where the content, the application, the use case I'm after is residing. And that's what then lets me get this incredibly fast, low latency response time that not only lets me scale, say, a mass streaming event to my phone with a near broadcast-like experience, but it'll also enable new use cases, which we're working on like VR, like 360, 4K, 360-degree video, truly immersive media experience as well. So we're seeing everywhere we're deployed today, 
this common theme of transformation, one step first, perhaps bare metal, but moving quickly to virtualization and then moving into mobile, into MEC deployments, where I think the full value of what we're doing is really exposed. So what's next after CDN? As you look out in the industry trends, what are you seeing after CDN? I love the question because it's always worth looking ahead and maybe even over the horizon for a minute. The progression we're seeing is first this immersive media component where we take a traditional experience and create a truly immersive dimension to it. So VR is one, AR, VR, where I can sit at home, put on a headset and have an experience as if I was in a venue live watching the event firsthand in the best seat that they have to offer. This is clearly one. The next is I'll use 8K 360 video as another example where I can take a tour of Venice or perhaps London or the Louvre in Paris and see it as if I was there. Full 360, fully immersive experience where the performance from the network is such that I don't even realize that I'm not actually there experiencing it firsthand. From there, what we see are IoT use cases emerging, autonomous vehicles, you know, delivering media to vehicles, fleet management that we think is an entire category that's moving forward. We also see sophisticated video management from remote drones, whether it's emergency response, whether it's an insurance uh, vertical industry application that's doing a disaster area inspection, all of which depend on this kind of core infrastructure, low latencies, high capacity, high bandwidth delivery of content and application. How do you see the industry coming together to address some of the challenges or lack of standardization? How do you see us all coming together to make sure we're evolving towards this immersive media world? Yeah, I think um, we see maybe three principal areas that will help accelerate the future that you and I have just been talking about. One is industry collaboration, specifically ecosystem collaboration. And I'll give you an example of where we see that working well. We were a founding member of the Streaming Video Alliance almost five years ago now. It's an end-to-end ecosystem forum in which all of the ecosystem participants are members. It's not a standards body. It's really there to think about best practices, new use cases, and how to converge more quickly and more collaboratively on the kinds of use cases that we've just been talking about. The second is the process of standardization. And this is always difficult for an industry where many have competing agendas. And so compromise is sometimes difficult. But how do you work so that you avoid the what is oftentimes fragmentation of effort through different and competing implementations when only really perhaps just one standard would suffice to get the job done? And we see this in the world of you know encoding, for example, client fragmentation. Uh, I, I think that's a real challenge for us. And then, you know, the last one, I think, is to have an attitude where all the participants, the publishers, the tech companies, and definitely the service providers welcome innovation and welcome the idea that we'll try things that may not work, but we'll learn from that and try the next thing and eventually and more quickly arrive on use cases that are really compelling that consumers love or that enterprises want to buy. I think these are the challenges for us, the industry form, the standardization, and the willingness to try, maybe fail fast, and then innovate more quickly. Can you tell all our listeners where they can go and find more information about Quilt and if they want to connect with you as well, how they can do that? 
So you can find more about Quilt at www.quilt.com. Quilt is spelled Q-W-I-L-T. We deliberately misspelled that word so we could own it. Q-W-I-L-T. You can reach me. My email is markf, M-A-R-K-F, at quilt.com. And one other resource quickly is the Streaming Video Alliance. I encourage you to look at the innovation and collaboration happening there. And that's streamingvideoalliance.org. Thank you, Mark. This was an awesome interview. That concludes our Chip Chat Network Insights. Thank you so much, Mark. Bye. Thanks so much.